Welcome to the Bitchin' Brainstorm podcast with Elaine the Brain Terso. I believe that every problem has a solution. So the episodes you will hear will be live strategy calls with real entrepreneurs who are feeling stuck. We will spend a few minutes bitching about the struggle and then move forward with finding solutions. You will hear topics about launching offers, mindset, marketing, strategy, and so much more. Remember, we are both the problem and the solution. Now let's get out of our own damn way and get shit done. If you are an entrepreneur and would like to receive a live strategy call, please visit bitchandbrainstorm.com and fill out an application. We would love to have you as our next guest. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Bitch and Brainstorm podcast. I am your host, Elaine the Brain Terso. Yes, I sound like weird, but it's okay. I just got a little, a little COVID crud coming off of that. Um, I have a brand new friend with me here today. I'm going to let her introduce herself to you and we're going to, we're going to dive right in. Like, you know, we don't pull any punches. We just dive right in. Tell us the meat and potatoes. What's keeping you stuck? (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much, Elaine. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. Um, My name is Devin Lee. I am a certified online business manager and I specialize in quarterly planning And um, what I'm bringing to the table today is I have recently shifted um, my business model. For the first few years, I was an online business manager. I was taking on retainer clients. And um, just like, you know, uh, how I've always gotten clients, even before I was an OBM and I was a OBM in disguise or I was a virtual assistant, Um, The work always just came to me, you know, as an OBM, I only need to get clients a few times a year. And I I literally could just manifest them. Like if I felt like I needed one, one would appear, I would get leads. And then when I was full, um, it would stop. And that was always my marketing practice. My marketing strategy um, was doing good work and getting referrals and kind of just using manifesting magic. Um, but then I pivoted from, you know, retainer clients because I wanted to grow my business and I can only take so many retainer clients to doing VIP days. So now I have um, this awesome quarterly planning VIP day, but that means my marketing strategy is completely different where I am um, reaching clients who are, are at a higher level than the ones I've been working with before. I need to get way more leads than I've ever gotten before. Um, and so I know there's like a million different marketing strategies that I could try and I'm feeling really lost in which way to turn because I'm used to them just coming to me. And, um, the way I like to run my business, um, kind of, I'm an essentialist, I'm a minimalist. I'm like, okay, let's find one thing that works really well and just do that. Um, But because I didn't know which way to turn, um, the end of last year, I started trying all the different marketing tactics and I felt like I was gaining momentum. And then the universe was like, that's not how we do this. And I broke my wrist and I, you know, my business kind of went topsy-turvy, you know, all the 10 different things I was trying, I couldn't do all of them because I can only type with one hand etc. And so um, the message I'm getting is I need to find the one marketing strategy that works for me and focus on that. But I don't know what that is. I don't know where to turn. I'm like, I know I'm good at what I do, 
but I don't know how to connect with these new clients in a way that I've never had to connect with them before. And I'm just feeling really stuck. And it's, it's just, it's brand new for me. And that's, that's where I've been for the past month or so, maybe even longer, if I'm being honest with myself. Okay. So interesting. Um, I, I just want to like, sometimes I don't know that we're aware of our own bullshit. Yeah. Okay. And so one of the things that I find really interesting, and you're not the only person that I've heard, um, have this, um, this kind of doubt before is I shifted my business, which means that the way that it was working before cannot obviously work for the new strategy, which is completely not true. Mm. And so are you thinking that because you're shifting and pivoting, which means that you have to start over from square one and that the things you were doing like networking and building relationships, why wouldn't that work in this new kind of offering that you're doing? Because in all honesty, I'm just going to tell you straight up networking, uh, has, and, and building relationships, the, what I've been doing will always be number one. It doesn't matter how many TikTok videos I make. It doesn't matter how many Instagram posts I do. It doesn't matter how many Facebook posts I do. Nothing ever beats that one-on-one magic building of relationships. People want to do business with people they know, like, and trust, right? And as much credit as we give social media, We give it way too much credit thinking that that has to be, it has to be the way. No sister, it does not have to be the way, right? So I really want to challenge you to kind of go back to what's worked before. We don't have to reinvent the wheel, right? All you're doing is you're just bringing in a new exciting new offer of how people can work with you, how you can support them, how they can support you. You're just communicating something a little different, but you don't have to start at square one with your marketing when what you were doing before was working. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love to hear that. Yeah. Because I, I agree with you. Like I always have felt like social media is uh, like obviously it's the marketplace it's we need to be there but I've always felt like it was maybe too much emphasis was put on it and that's what I always told my clients but now I'm in a situation where the people in my industry and network and you know coaches in my in my circle are telling me like well you have to go on Instagram to sell and it just doesn't it feel it doesn't feel in alignment with me because that's not how I build relationships right and, it's confusing. <laughs> right. So here's, here's, um, I, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie wonder mm-hmm. Julia Roberts, Owen Wilson, very adorable, right? One of those little heartfelt make you cry a little bit movies. Um, <clears throat> their son has a uh, disfigurement. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, that one of the quotes that I love in the movie that I, I mention often is stop trying to fit in when you were born to stand out, right? Stop trying to fit in when you're born to stand out. So you don't have to do what everybody else is doing. If they want to believe that they have to sell on Instagram, let them. You do what works for you. 
And if building relationships in that one-on-one space and networking or whatever is work, do the thing that works for you. Yeah, you can absolutely try a little bit here and you can dabble a little bit there, but you don't have to put all of your eggs in that basket, right? We can have the power and the control to put a little 10% here and maybe a little 10% there. We don't have to go all 100% in on anything that we decide to do, which gives us the power to change our mind whenever we choose. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So really just kind of sit with that and like, what is it that feels good to you? And if trying to sell on Instagram doesn't feel good and it doesn't feel in alignment, then let's not do things that are not in alignment with us, that are not in alignment with our values, that are not speaking to us. Because guess what? If you're trying to force yourself to sell on Instagram, people are going to know you're going to smell, they're going to smell you a mile away, (laughs) right? They're going to smell that stink on you. So don't do the (laughs) things that don't bring you joy. I love that. Yeah, because I feel like I really shine in person because I love, I love the one-to-one connection. Like I'm an extrovert and I, I'm trying to like have fun on social Mm -hmm. media and I'm like Mm -hmm. learning how, I think that's the other hard part is I think I'm good at Instagram, but it's not a real human connection. No, it's not. (laughs) So I get, I get sucked into like the algorithm and hacking reels and all that Mm. stuff. Mm. And then I'm spending Mm -hmm. all my time doing this and I'm like, but Mm -mm. wait, where are my clients coming from now? Right, right, right. So I would say, go back to your roots, Mm. go back to your roots and you know, um, find, you know, new groups and, and expand your network and focus on how can I, um, where are my people hanging out and what networking groups can I be a part of? And you can be a part of multiple. Mm -hmm. So the one that I always give the plug for that I've been in with the longest is Polkadot Powerhouse. I know you're in Oregon and one of my clients is in Oregon and she's also a polka dot. We don't have any chapters in Oregon, but there's the worldwide organization, which allows you to connect with chapters all over the globe, including the UK and Canada, all over the States and being able to connect with women who are looking to do business with people like you that need what you have to offer. Right. So Find, I don't know. If, I don't care if it's e-women. I don't care if it's BNI, your local chamber of commerce, whatever that is, find the things in your community or globally that you can be a part of and dive in and, and get involved and be, put yourself in a place of visibility because it's going to help build your credibility. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and go for it. And then, you know, and I heard you say, I'm an extrovert. I really love the one-on-one. You know, um, I know you also probably, you're probably like me and you love to teach. Yeah. So let's get some workshops on the calendar. Like let's give people a reason to come and get to know you and bring people into your experience as a way to kind of funnel them through to your offer. I love this. And you know, it's so funny that you're saying this because my business before COVID Um, my main business, I was a professional organizer and I spent a lot of my time going to B&I and having like a million coffee dates a week. And that was like, it made me so happy. 
And now that everything's virtual, the coffee dates feel different. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I'm not a professional organizer anymore. I don't, I'm not local. Like, I can have coffee dates with anyone in the world right now. Exactly. Exactly. So that feels very good. <laughs> yeah. The world is your oyster. The world is your yeah. oyster, right? And what a great way to reconnect with people that that you already have built relationships with and just say, hey, I just want to let you know, um, kind of coming back into the game with networking. I'd love to reconnect and learn what's up with you. Here's what's new with me, right? Let's catch up. And yeah, I know it sucks. It's not always going to, you know, having that in-person networking, there's something magical about it, but I'm just going to tell you, I have fully embraced the virtual, <laughs> even though I'm also an extrovert, like I find mm-hmm. myself going, well, it's just safer to be home. Right. Yeah. Right. And so I miss it in a way, but at the same time, I'm kind of, wow, I'm saving so much on gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving and so much going out for drinks, you know? Yeah. And it's fun to make friends like all over the country and all over the world. Like that's yeah. something that I couldn't do when I was just staying local. Right. And I, and what I'm realizing now talking with you, Elaine, is I think I felt because I went from having, like, I needed like maybe 10 sales calls a year to like 24 a month or, you know, whatever the math is. And so I think I was feeling this pressure of like, I need to reach this big, huge audience. One-to-one takes too long. Um, but that's really like the quality comes from when I connect with people and we really yeah. kind of form like a friendship and a bond yes. and, and, yes. and we trust each other and I can yes. help them too. And yes. um, I think I'm forgetting that like there's quality over quantity. Yes, absolutely. It's going to take a while to build, um, but once it does, you're going to have this amazing uh, snowball effect where it's just going to trickle, you know, because those people are going to know people. And when you help them, they're going to sing your praises. They're going to tell everybody they know about how you helped them. Right. And so connecting with one person, you know, you think about the, the B&I rule used to be like every person that walks in the room knows at least 200 people. Yeah. Right. And so when you're connecting with one person, you really got to think about it. I'm connecting with 200 other potential people. Yeah. Right. And when you're connecting with a fellow polka dot sister, you're connecting with at least 2,500. That's amazing. Yeah. So I really am glad that you're kind of like, yep, I just need to go back to the basics, right? We don't have to overcomplicate it and give social media more credit than really what it deserves. Social media is supposed to be social and it's supposed to be a great way to meet people, but not replace the building of relationships. Yeah, I I mean, the what I would love for social media to be instead of this like pressure of like yep. I have to sell on social media, I would love for social media to be a way to like stay connected to folks yes. I've met or just yeah. nurture my audience and like yes. remind them who I am. Yes. And I think also I get really impatient where I'll try mm-hmm. something for like a week and be like, it's not working. I need to right. chop and now and then I don't leave space for like the magic to grow because the magic might take six months. Exactly. Exactly. So one of the things that I talk about is, you know, um, there are three traits that entrepreneurs need in order to succeed. The Mm -hmm. first one is discipline. 
showing up even when you don't want to. The second one is consistency, practice over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And I always use Simone Biles as a great example because that girl did not wake up. No one had a flip like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How many times did she fall? How many times did she get back up? Okay. How many times did the, did the inventor of the Dyson vacuum cleaner make a prototype before it worked the way you wanted it to over 5,000, right? So mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Consistency. And then the last one is accountability, which is because I said I would. Yeah. Right. And so I am also guilty of, well, I just, I put, I did one, I tried one thing and nothing happened from it. So I should stop trying that and move on to the next thing. I never gave something enough uh, time to grow roots and then start to blossom. So by the time you plant the seed, what you plant the seed for today is going to take 90 days to have a result. So what you do today will not, may not come to fruition until 90 days in the future. So imagine if you're, if you're being consistent and having the discipline and the accountability for the next 90 days, can you imagine how amazing and lush your garden is going to be? That would be amazing. I know. And I use garden metaphor. Like I know how to grow gardens. I suck at gardening. (laughs) <laughs> the metaphor for it is perfect, right? Yeah. Or it's like building a house, right? You got to start with the foundation. You got to have a blueprint. You got to have all that stuff. You can't put the roof on before you have a foundation, before you put up walls, before you, right? It takes time and you cannot skip steps. You can't yeah. rush the process. You can't rush it. Otherwise you're going to get to the top and you're not going to be able to stay there you're going to fall right off because you didn't take the time to build the foundation. Yeah. And I think, I mean, uh, like on that note, I, I know what I've done in the past is while being impatient and being afraid that what I'm doing isn't working is I'll, I'll just way overdo it. I'll way overachieve and get a million things running at once. And then they start to work. And then I'm like overloaded with the results in a way that's, not working for me instead of just focusing on like trusting the process and trusting myself. Yeah. Like, Oh, I'm doing a good job. It just takes time. (laughs) It does take time. It really, really does take time. The other, one of the things that I struggled with was that by the time it was ready for it to launch, I was already over it. Mm. Right. I had already lost my mojo because I spent too much time trying to make it perfect. Yeah. Right. And then I started learning that I could sell it before it was ready. Right. That I didn't have to create the entire process. I just needed to be able to communicate what the process or the results were going to be and give a start date. And I just needed to be a week ahead of everybody else. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you know, uh, done is better than perfect, but selling it before it's ready, you know, and, um, you know, I think really encouraging you to do some sort of event 
and just trying to attract some new people into your experience, you know, because once people come and meet you, they're going to be totally drawn to your energy and your positivity, right? You just got to put yourself out there and say, hi, I'm over here. I'd love to make new friends, right? Like, (laughs) and, you know, even creating your own little circle of support, whether that are, you know, natural referral partners, you know, who does, who else does your client need on their, on their team? Right. And being able to say, well, now that we're done with this, you know, have you thought about this? I know someone that can help you. So you are now not only helping them, but then becoming the hero again. And you really are just building that, that foundational relationship to where they know they can come to you for anything. Yes. And Mm -hmm. well, also um, I'm reflecting on right now when back when I used to work regular jobs and didn't own my own business, (laughs) I would always tell myself if I can get to the point where I'm at a face-to-face interview, I can get the job every time. Like I'm Mm -hmm. so confident in that. And so where I, where I've been stuck is like, Oh, how do I get these interviews with these sales calls? But the dull moment I'm having right now is I can just ask people to go to virtual coffee. Right. And maybe it's not a sales call, but they'll right. like me. Right. <laughs> and we can connect. And, right. And then we can, you know, become colleagues and right. I can make it happen for myself. I don't have to wait for them to like apply through my website to talk to me. That is correct. Right. So it's about, um, so one of the things that, you know, is beautiful about networking is that. I use networking meetings as a place to figure out who do I want to connect with, right? And because the one-on-one is where the magic happens, where we spend time getting to know each other. And I've had multiple times where I'm on a connect call, not intending it for it to be a sales call. Like that's not what the intention was. And they're going, "Um, how can I work with you? And I'm just like, oh, wait, what? Like, okay. Uh, do you want to have another call or like, cause I don't want to, you know, like, I don't want to, um, overstep the bounds of this, like getting to know each other. But if you're cool, you know, I have time, if you have time, or do you want to reschedule whatever, but like, um, many times those intentional, just trying to get to know each other turns into, oh my gosh, I, can you please help me? And I'm like, yes, I can help you. You know what I mean? So you never know. You never know. And sometimes it's the second date. Sometimes it's the third date, but you kind of say, oh my gosh, I had so much fun. I'd love to keep in touch with you. You know, we should get together, you know, frequently let's stay in touch and let me know what's going on with you. And, you know, if there's something I can do to help or support you, let me know, you know, and just check in with them. I will like send little virtual little, um, voice memos to people and just saying, Hey, like you just popped in my head and I'm just checking in to see how you're doing. Like what's new with you, you know? And it's a place out of being genuine concern. It's not, Hey, I was thinking about you and I really want you to buy my stuff. Yeah. Right. Cause nobody likes that. We call that the dirty oh. DM. That's the dirty yeah. DM, right? <laughs> we don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that right. So yeah. So, but I, I do like the idea of being what I like to call the mayor of my own town, where whenever I meet someone, I love to know that I can refer them to someone yes. else. 
Yes. And then I become the connector. Yes. And so it just, and it just makes me feel so connected to the community. Yes. Because other, I love meeting other female entrepreneurs because they're always so badass. Yes. Are we <laughs> the same really person? Good. We might be the same person. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So do you have, are there any groups that you can think of off the top of your mind that you're like, I want to get plugged back in? Well, I'm in like a really amazing coaching program right now. Um, and I am meeting a ton of amazing women. And what I'm realizing now is so many of them reached out to me to get virtual coffee just to connect. And we become referral partners and we totally stay in touch. Um, and I've been loving it. And I should just be doing that on my own. Yes. And yes. I also, you know, I live in Portland, Oregon, where I love being connected to the community here. Like I would love to meet more business owners in my own town. And mm -hmm. just because COVID is still happening, doesn't mean mm -hmm. that I can't find virtual networking groups. I'd love to check out the polka dots you were talking yes. about. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's not a short supply. <laughs> there is, there really is not a short supply yeah. of places out there. You just got to figure out, you know, um, I always go in with what's my intention, what's the purpose. And I, I try to do the rule of five, right? So, um, when I go to a meeting, my whole intention is my goal is to connect with five people, someone who I can help someone who can help me, someone for fun, someone who is not like me and someone who is like me. Right. And so I love that. That's so intentional. It's very intentional because then it makes me pay attention and mm -hmm. I'll take notes and just kind of jot down everybody's name and maybe a little something that I want to remember. Cause I will forget by the end of the meeting, I'll forget everything that was just said. Right. And mm -hmm. so I, um, I write notes and then I just reach out to them and say, Hey, I'd love to connect with you. Here's my calendar link, just set up a time and it makes it super convenient and then we chat. I mean, and most of the time we don't talk about business until the end, if ever, you know what I mean? Because it's really just about getting to know someone on the, on a deeper level before we just dive in and start talking about business. Like, I want to know, do you got animals? Can I see them? <laughs> you know, where did you grow up? You know, like that whole thing, like what's your vibe, you know? and I mean, goodness gracious, I find all kinds of things to talk about with people besides just talking about business. Like I want to know who someone is at the core, um, before any, cause you know, if I'm like, oh yeah, I do not, we are not on the same vibe, then I'm not even going to talk about business. Cause I don't even want to consider having you as a client if we're not vibing. Yeah. Right. It's gotta be a good energy match. So, yeah, it's so nice to know the human first and also, you know, to your point, I love being intentional because again, when I first opened my first business, I was just having coffee dates left and right. And yeah. a lot of them were kind of pointless and I wasn't intentional. And it, it was really like, even though I'm such an extrovert, like it was really draining to go on so many yeah. like awkward coffee dates with people that I had no business meeting with because we're, you know, we're not going to connect as humans yeah. or as yeah. business colleagues. I can't help them. They can't help me. And so mm -hmm. how do I have lots of 
coffee dates that are intentional with people mm -hmm. who are like me, who we have the same, like maybe we have the same clients so we can help mm -hmm. each other mm -hmm. and just being really focused on how am I spending my time? Who am I helping today? Um, that feels really good to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you got to love the question. It's, you know, if you were to say, who do you need to meet? Right. And if you were to think about it as, you know, the girl that recently was on the news for trading a paperclip to buying a house. Oh yeah. Right. And if you were to think, I really want to get connected with the CEO of this company specifically. Mm. Right. And so then you start thinking about the six degrees of separation. You got to play the Kevin Bacon game, right. And figuring out what are the six degrees of separation and how can I meet with that person who can then introduce me to that person who can introduce me to that person who can, right. And it's just kind of like that step that climbing the stairs, right? Who do you need to meet in order to get there and just figure out, go stalk them. Who do you, do you know anyone in common? Right. And just really figure, map it out. Like what's the goal and, and tell them. So this is my goal. My goal is to connect with this person at this company or someone in the same industry. Who do you know? That sounds like the most fun game to me. <laughs> I know, right? I love that. That's so fun. <laughs> right? So it's just about being intentional and just, and having a very clear path. You know, you love goals. You love planning. You love strategy. So put it into motion for your own business. And then you can take what you learned and help and teach others how to do it. I love that. And you know, I, it's interesting too, like as I was moving from retainer to these kind of one-off VIP days, I knew I would not, like my days wouldn't be filled with retainer client work when I fully shift over, but they would be filled with whatever my new marketing strategy is. Like I knew that would be the trade-off. And so I really like, I try to sit with myself and like, what do I want to do? I don't want to do social media. I want to like connect with people. And then I just completely ignored that intention. <laughs> right. And got like sucked into like, oh, I'm going to post on Facebook every day. And yeah. What for? Right. right. When what, like my literal dream would be if my job was to just have coffee with people every single day right. <laughs> and just like get to know people. Like right. that would be so amazing for me. Exactly. So take the pressure off of yourself, forget about the algorithm and just use social media to have fun, be engaging, get to know your audience a little bit, but like take sales off the table, mm. take sales off the table and say, you know what? I'm deciding that I am not going to use my platform to sell to you. I want to mm. use my platform to get to know you and I want you to get to know me. So how does that sound? Like, what if we mix it up and you become, sometimes you need, someone needs to be the first. Yeah. And when you are the first, then you can bring other people with you and say, do you want to do this together? And just like, stop using social media to sell and put that pressure <laughs> on ourselves. And let's go back to the original purpose of 
Facebook and Instagram and whatever, which was just to meet people and, and boost each other up and let everybody know, oh my God, I love that. You're doing a great job. I see you. I hear you. I can relate to you. Like, I would love to like, I'm going to, can I send you a DM? Can we connect? I'd love to get to know you better. Like, and just take that pressure off of yourself. And once you can kind of put the fun back into it, guess what's going to happen? Your energy is going to shift and you're going to attract people to you without even trying. This is so, it's so funny because like my first reflex is like, wow, that sounds crazy, but that makes me want to do it more. Right. <laughs> and I kind of went on the same journey with my branding the past year where for several years, um, like my brand, like I was very um, afraid in my branding. So I was like, everything's black and white, completely minimal, super professional. I don't want to like, I just want to know everything's clean and as professional as possible. And then last year I was like, that was yeah, not even my personality. Like I'm a rainbow unicorn, like glitter sparkles, like weird Lisa Frank aesthetics girl. And so if my and so I like took the sleep and then my branding like completely changed one day to like all these colors and me being a little weird. Um, and it totally resonated and I started attracting different types of people that really liked high energy and weird mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. and colors. Um, and it's like, oh my gosh, what if I did that with my marketing too, where I didn't try and do like, this is the route to sales and leads is like xyz hacking the algorithm with reels but instead like what if i just had fun and just was myself yeah wow what a concept what a concept <laughs> who'd have thought who'd have thunk it right right and there's so much to learn from that and so much that you can turn around and then tell other people i i decided to take the sales out of social media and look what i and look what happened and like if you need to call it a science experiment, then do that and, do and just document, like have fun with it and say, I'm going to do this test today. Let's see what happens. I'm going to do this test today and let's see what happens and just keep track of it so that when it comes time for you to, when other people are going to come to you and say, how did you do it? What, what did you, you're so different. How did, and you're like, I'm different on purpose. Yeah, I'm just right? being myself. I'm just being myself. I'm standing out instead of trying to fit in. Well, I also just like am really like feeling overjo overjoyed right now with the idea of what if the point of social media for me wasn't sales and leads, but because I'm so excited about the work I do that I'm just trying to tell people about it because I freaking love it so much. Like, what if that was what I was doing? <laughs> exactly. <sighs> Exactly. Oh Put some fun back into it, girl. I would love that. It's your business, right? It's your business. You get to decide how you want to show up. Yeah. And the reason I, you know, made my business the way it is, is because I wanted to live a very specific type of life that was like only the type of life that I wanted to live right. and not have any compromises whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And I was starting to feel like, oh, do I maybe I have to compromise on marketing? Like maybe mm -hmm. that's that's the one place I have to compromise where I have to like do mm -hmm. all these things that I don't really want to mm -hmm. do in a way that doesn't resonate with me. But why like why would that be the one part of my business that I compromise on? Like it doesn't right. make any sense. Right. Exactly. So I hope it's just a good lesson for you that you don't have to compromise 
you don't have to compromise who you are and, and what your values are. And you don't have to compromise on doing the things that feel icky or that don't bring you joy. Like you, you get to choose to figure out another way and, and find a way that does bring you joy. And that is in alignment with your values. And, you know, how much better are you going to be off in the end for it? Because you decided I am not willing to compromise my integrity. I'm not willing to compromise my values. I'm not willing to not have fun. I'm not willing to, you know, like you wouldn't hire, you wouldn't allow a client to come into your experience that you didn't align with. Yeah, absolutely. So (laughs) yeah. So get that funnel girl, like put all the things into your little filter, your values funnel and just run it through and see if anything doesn't go through the strainer, it, it can't stay. And it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. That is right, girl. How did you know? <laughs> I say that shit all the time. It's, not a hell it's yes, inside it's me. A hell no. <laughs> I love it. It's, I actually put that in my um, in my planner, my bitches get shit done planner. Really? Oh yes. my God. Two columns. I love that. It's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. It's the way to live. I love this. Thank you for this reminder and this lesson. And like, it's so funny what like talking through, it's one of those things where it's like, duh, I should know all these things, but I needed someone else to point it out to me what was already right in front of my face. You know, it's because we can't see our own shit. No way. I've been stuck. I feel like I've been stuck for months. Like, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like, there's something I'm totally missing. And this was it. Yep. And the thing is, I get stuck too. Like I just had a call with my own coach this morning and I'm going, fuck, right? Because <laughs> I can't yeah. see my own shit. Big time. I can't see it. I am blind to my own shit. I can see everyone else's shit and they can see my shit. And together but, we help each other see the shit. Because the cobbler has no shoes, right? Exactly. So we all need that just sometimes that little shift just to go, yes, that's exactly what I've been missing. Right. That's yeah. Very, uh, energizing. Good. I know now you're gonna be like, okay, what can I get done with one hand right now? <laughs> that's been every day. It's so funny. I have been every day telling myself, this is, a. Uh, my friend was telling me about a song from Frozen 2, that I, which is a movie I haven't seen, and I'm like not quoting the movie correctly, but what I've been telling myself every day is, every day I'm just going to do the next best thing that I can do. I can't do, I can't type with two hands, but I can type really fast with one hand. So I'm just doing that today. Girl, <laughs> you know what you, you know, you know I'm just going to tell you this. So one of, my, one of my clients also had a wrist injury and she was a graphic like designer logo, like thankfully it was her left hand, not her yep. right hand. Cause she's right. Same. And mm-hmm. so typing, I'm like, I'm just going to tell you, there are some wonderful, um, text audio to text features, including yes. Google. I've got that going on. Otter, yes. Like anything that you can transcribe girl. And then just copy paste. <laughs> Yeah, that's been another one of my things is I've been using the text to talk, which is not 100% accurate, but it's better than nothing. Better than nothing. 
And I'm just, I'm just making it work. And it's yeah. just, it's just how I work. And then when I get the use of my left hand back, I am going to be so lightning fast. Mm-hmm. It's going to be bananas and everybody <laughs> needs to watch out. <laughs> watch out. She's coming. She's watch got out. Hands. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So I hope this was helpful for you. Thank you so much. I feel amazing. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Well, I hope you guys all have a super wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in and hanging out with me and Devin. So um, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.